welcome to track number six of Zealously Affected Always. Clap your hands for Jesus. Daddy is here with us. I want to hear a shout. Let's welcome him. Glory to God. Glory be to God. No. Glory be to God. You guys are doing a great job. Then number two, glory be to God. It calls for prayer. Yeah, the same person who said, you guys are doing a great job. The next time when we said, said, glory be to God, he said, it calls for prayer. (laughs) Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Yeah. We saw him and he said, wow, he's really prospering in life. He said, it calls for prayer. (laughs) All right. Now we are moving on. This camp is like a bullet that is moving. Father, thank you for grace. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, this session is about a very important instruction given by God to his people. And that instruction is to be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So, this is his last point to the Ephesians. Be. Now, he didn't say try to be. He said be. He didn't say pray about it. He said be. He didn't say pray for, for strength. He said be strong. So, it means that strong is something you can be. Why would he say be strong when you cannot be strong? Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be. Do it. He said pray for it. Cry for it. Try to be. Be strong. He didn't say those of you who are strong. He said be strong. And he was speaking to all the Christians in the Ephesian church. So what does it, it means that everyone can be strong. Everyone can be strong. You must decide to be strong. Be, be strong. Be, be, be strong. That is very important. And when somebody wants to become a muscle man, You see him doing the things that make you a muscle man. Always doing something that makes him strong. Oh. In the days where it was very important to be strong physically. In the days of the Chinese Taekwondo films, 
which depict an older China where the strength was very important and your style and your ability to fight you get it was very important but today you just take your guns ahead, hands up it just look at it purple and then you are gone so people went to the different schools to strengthen themselves yes so that they could defend themselves and be strong physically now one gun will dispel an army of these shouting monkey dancers and snake fist and what have you because wisdom is better than strength a wise man is strong the bible says so the technology with the bullet makes you stronger than 200 of such people if you just have one gun they will just disappear before they all kneel down yes that is why God says to us be strong now be strong how? in the Lord because you can be strong in taekwondo, be strong in the monkey shadow be strong with the flying guillotine the flying guillotine is round and when they throw it like this and it lands on your head it just removes your head yes so they throw when it lands on your head and your body falls down the head also and the one who was using the flying guillotine was a blind man yes Flying guillotine. Yes. Blind man. When he hears your move. So you can be strong in many things. But are you strong in the Lord? In Christianity? In spiritual things? How strong are you? Now what God is saying to us. Finally my brethren. In this spiritual race that we are in. Be strong in it. Don't be wishy-washy half. Half. You know, half-hearted. Be strong. You see, there are many things we have aims for. But, we are not serious. You know, there are some things I have desired, but I'm not, I'm not serious. I know I'm not serious about it. One of them is I wanted to be a pilot. I've always been interested in flying. How they fly. Why they fly. How do they do it? So when I was younger, I mean, and before September 11th, anytime I was, yeah, because after September 11th, they don't allow you to go to the cockpit anymore. But before September 11th, you could go to the cockpit. You can ask, can can we go to the cockpit? I've been to the cockpit several times, flying over Asia, over Africa, landing, taking off in Germany, Lufthansa, Ghana Airways, KLM, different airlines. I'll be in the cockpit with the pilots. Yes. 
flying. He showed me how to turn the plane. One time he just showed, when, how do you ask, how do you turn the plane? So oh, you just do this. And he turned the plane and the whole plane went and, so the passengers thought that maybe we were going somewhere, but he was just demonstrating. <laughs> then he turned it back and the plane came back. And we came back to, yeah. Now, apart from these times when I went to the cockpit, I've done nothing else about becoming a pilot. Am I serious? I'm just talking. I even look at the pilots and I say secretly in my head that what a bad job. Every day you are flying. (laughs) I don't envy them at all. I don't envy them. Beautiful. It's going to rain to cool us down. This is a good place to buy your land for your mansion. Yes. This area. This is the best part of Accra. You may not know it's part of Accra, but it's now part of Accra. Yeah. yeah have you heard of the, the, the uh, Beverly Hills? Yes. Beverly Hills. Yes. A time will come they will say Equapim Hills, Equapim Mountains. Uh, houses in that area. Watch and see. Keep watching. It's like a film. If Jesus doesn't come, 50 years. 100 years, you see that people say this is a very, 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 you cannot get anybody to stay. This area is this special area of whatever. <laughs> now, you cannot stay in this church and not be strong. Because you know why? You're going to be around for a long time. And you, you, are, you are going to strong because God is saying finally my brethren my brethren the Christians be strong hallelujah be strong be not pray for it be be strong no one should look when you are going to marry someone or anyone proposes to you you have to test the strength of the believer. Yes. You see, you don't just take a handsome boy or a beautiful girl. You need a strong Christian to marry. What about if you marry, you can't have a child? God forbid. But what about if you marry, you can't have a child? You need to be strong. Otherwise, it can blow you away. You say, ha! What is this? What am I going to do next? There are so many things in the world. So you need strength. And you need to be strong in spiritual in everything. If you think spirits are not at work, then you are just a little blind. But there are a lot of spirits. A lot of spirits everywhere. You may not see them, but I've seen spirits many times. The first time I saw a spirit was when I was in, um, I don't really, really know which part of my life, which secondary school or, I think it was secondary school or university. But anyway, on my bedside table, I just looked and there was a monkey there. 
You see, one of the one of the gifts of the spirit is the discerning of spirits or the seeing or distinguishing of spirits, both good and bad spirits. And that day, my eyes just opened. That happened a number of times. Like suddenly I see something, it goes. I saw it on my bedside table. Another time I saw I saw an animal on my bed. And I even shouted in my room. My wife was next next door. That was not too long ago, actually. Yes. But the most frightening was a tall black man who appeared in front of my bed. One night, I was alone. And in the middle of the night, this man appeared laughing. Yes, it is the most frightening experience I've ever had since I was born. Yes. Mocking. And I was under a very strong spiritual attack at the time. All right? So, you be weak. And uh, you'll be surprised where you will go. Now, one of the greatest dangers for you is the spiritual attack that is almost imperceptible, which is attack on you with thoughts and ideas and a way of thinking that only comes gradually. It's called hypomimnesco, the impartation of thoughts. That word is when Jesus said, when the spirit comes, he will bring to your remembrance. It's that word means to bring to your remembrance. He will bring into your mind or impart into your thoughts things that he has told you. It's not only the Holy Spirit who imparts to your thoughts, but devils impart to your thoughts. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, that we're casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing into captivity thoughts, 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 arresting thoughts, ideas, arresting thoughts, arresting ideas, binding ideas, keeping your mind thinking in the right way. That's the strongest demonic attack and the most constant demonic attack. And you need to be strong to resist and repel Satan. In your life. And if you think as a young person, there are no thoughts coming into your mind, you don't know. A lot of things. And the most dangerous are the insidious ones which you are not aware that you are thinking is changing. Like, for instance, when you are becoming discontent, you are always not happy, you are becoming irritable, you are changing, your attitude is changing. You don't notice all those things are happening to you. But let's, let's take when, when um, Robert Ingersoll and Voltaire introduced the thought, the concept, the possibility that there is no God. They introduced it in Europe in the Middle Ages. They just bring the thought that there is no God. It's up to us. It's not up to any God. A nation and the entire Europe which believes so much in God and evangelized the whole world set aside God up to today you can go to Norway, Sweden, Switzerland and have less than 1% believe in God. So the most deadly are the insidious 
thoughts and ideas and philosophies and way of thinking which enters you without knowing that it's happening gradually. It is happening. Yes. And it takes great strength. For instance, when I say things like, when I say things like, yeah, just bring them up on stage. Bring them up on stage so you don't disturb us. All the way to the top, yes. Let them sit behind these people to face us. All right. Glory to God. What was I saying? Huh? For instance? Yes. I was giving a very important example. No, let them face us. Let them face us. Turn it to face us, yeah. Why not? Why shouldn't they face us? If your bottom is paining, you just jump on it. Let the ladies first. Gentlemen must always allow ladies, like if there's a sister, you just ask the sister, would you like to, would you like to sit there? No, you have to know how to be a gentleman. So that you, you start upgrading and becoming more like what somebody is imagining. That's a man is. Gentle, kind, considerate. Just as you as a brother are also hoping that you are going to marry something exciting, loving, soft, tender, and all these imaginations. You get what I'm saying? At least there must be some small upgrade. Is it amazing? Insidious thoughts entering your mind. Gradual thinking that changes. Where there is a lot of disloyalty, disloyalty is never considered as a bad thing. It's insidious. Churches which are filled with demons of disloyalty. I know a lot of churches filled with demons of disloyalty. A disloyal person never considers himself doing something wrong. It's just normal. It's normal to criticize. It's normal to talk in it. But it's not normal here. There are certain things if you say here, you will never be accepted anymore. You will actually be sacked. I can show you a number of people that have been sacked for things. When you say this, is that no, you can't stay here. We have had people in full-time ministry. Certain things they said, you can't be here. No, 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 no. You are discontent. If I was an employer and I have somebody very discontent, say, just go. Here's money. Go, go. Bye-bye. Because we are not perfect. So if it's so a problem for you, be at where is good. I prefer to have a few people that are loyal than a lot of people, mixed multitude. I don't know what they are thinking. It's insidious. It's gradual. It's gradual, but it's dangerous. Very dangerous. So these thoughts that come slowly, you don't even know that you are thinking that way. Yes. When you don't respect a man of God, you don't even know that you, are, you don't respect a man of God. It's just normal not to respect him. Your whole life is not respecting. So it's, it's normal to not respect. If you, if you dislike your father and all the children in your family don't like your father, you just grow. I mean, everybody talks about your father in a way and forms a group behind your father's back. 
and speaks in a certain way. Nobody notices because it's, it's an evil spirit. Those are the dangerous things. And it takes strength. For example, which is the example I was giving. I was trying to see if you remember because you are, I was trying to see if you remember, not if I remember. Now, for example, there is a feeling that uh, there is a feeling that um, men are bad and women are good. You see? Yes. So, Father's Days are used to rebuke fathers who are irresponsible. <laughs> and Mother's Days are used to praise mothers who have cared for, have carried the house, have done this and that. Sweet mother. On Father's Day, they give mothers things and say, you are both my father and my mother. So there is a pervading thought that a father is a bad person, is not a good person, and he's irresponsible. And generally, a man is a bad, a man is always unfaithful. A man is always, I mean, you can't trust a man. You know? And so on. And that is the, the man is, you know, certain. So it's another thought. So you have fighting certain things. Like my, my book on the beauty and the beast and the pastor. Yes. It fights a certain way of thinking. Yes. Are you with me? And you see that everything in the book is biblical. It's from the Bible. It's only the Bible. I can't teach something that's not in the Bible. What does the Bible say? So, be strong. And from now, you're going to be strong. Amen. Now, I am not talking about group strength. (laughs) I'm talking about personal strength. Personal strength in God. Tell somebody sitting by you, I don't care if you are strong or not. I personally am going to be strong. Joshua chapter 1. But let's read Deuteronomy 31 verse 7 before um, before we go 31 7. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage for thou must go with these people to the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Now, the number one instruction to Joshua was to be strong. Deuteronomy 31 Verse 7, this was from Moses directly to Joshua. And then Deuteronomy, the same chapter 31, verse 23. 
says, and he gave, underline these verses in your Bible. Underline in your Bible. 31.7 and 31.23. Underline them in your Bible. How many don't have iPads? Raise your hand. Father, I command iPads, tablets to be released to your children. In Jesus' name. Amen. Receive them. More than 200 have been received in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. Now, notice verse 23. You will no more be using written whatever but electronic Bibles. And he gave Joshua the son of Nun a charge. Now, this is the charge, and I'm giving you this charge for your life. Can you imagine this is Moses speaking? That means if Moses was here and he was going to have a chance to speak to you, this is what he would say to you. Just being personally strong is a marvelous thing. Just personally being strong. That is why, look at it. He says, and he gave Joshua the son of that a child, said, Be strong. Be strong enough for a good character. Thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them, and I will be with thee. So it's like, I'll be with you. This is your part. Just be personally strong. That's why having your quiet time every day, praying every day, not about any particular thing or doing any problem, just being strong on your own is a very good thing because God looks for strong people to work with. Just being strong. So when I have my quiet time, I don't have my quiet time to preach. My quiet time is independent of preaching. I don't read my Bible to preach. I, I have my quiet time to be personally strong in the Lord. When I was in uh, sixth form, sixth form, I used to go to Presec for extra classes in chemistry. Because my chemistry teacher in Achimota wasn't Give me some volume because I'm not shouting. Yes. So I used to go to pre-sec for extra classes, chemistry. I'm telling you this because I remember it. What is sixth form? How old was I? I was I was um, 18, 17, 18. Teenager. I used to wake up at 4 a.m. and pray till the morning. And early in the morning, I would take a taxi or car, whatever, from my junction to another junction, Sankara, we call it Redemption Circle, from Redemption to 37, 37 to Presec. Yes. Myself. But I always remember those chemistry class. Mr. Pepper was the teacher. Those of you who know, he was my teacher. I used to wake up. I used to wake up early. I was 18. Just to be a strong Christian. I wasn't going to preach anywhere. I didn't have a church. I didn't have any fellowship. I was going to share some. Just personally being a strong. Like I'm going for chemistry extra classes. I have to wake up and have my time with God. Yes, 
have to have my time with my God. He says, be strong and I will be with you. Just, just be, whether there's temptation, no temptation, crisis, no problem, just waking up. Chemistry classes, sixth form. Sixth form is wasi. What you were, what you were doing, uh, wasi. SS3. Yes, SS2, SS3. That's it. I, I can remember. Uh-huh. I can remember because of the time, in the time of the morning, and I used to have my quiet. Those times I was having my quiet time about Moses. Wow. Yeah, there are some of the things I preach now is from those quiet times, wow. and in the morning. Wow. Adon. Do you see? Yes. One of the most basic instructions is that personally be strong. Doesn't matter what you, you never before realize they are just looking for strong people. Yeah. Be strong and I will be with you. Yes. And then what God plans. Look at verse 7 again. I love it. And Moses called out to jo- Jordan, uh, Israel. What's his name? Joshua. And he said, Be strong. You must go with these people to the land that the Lord has sworn. So there are promises. Promises. Now, you can never be a millionaire uh, yeah, if you are not strong spiritually. It will destroy you. Yes. It will destroy you. Now, Moses died. Moses has finished giving Joshua instructions. So Joshua, let's go to Joshua. The next book after Deuteronomy is Joshua. Chapter 1, verse 1. Now, after the death of Moses, Moses is now dead. He's finished giving advice. When your father dies, advice is finished. If you don't know God for yourself, it's emptiness. A big hollow comes. A big hollow comes. You don't know God. You are only used to hearing advice. But Joshua had grown in the Lord himself. So now Moses was dead. Now the Lord spoke to Joshua personally and said to him, "Eh? Moses, my servant, is dead. In other words, look, one chapter is over. Another one begins now. Arise. Go over this Jordan. Thou and all these people. Because a man is a man. I was speaking to a pastor. He said to me, he was in, I think, Kenya or one of those countries. And Idahosa, the old Idahosa, came there, had a crusade, and invited him to come to Nigeria, to come to Bible school, and to come. So he said he came, and when he came, he lived in the Idahosa's house. He said his house like a hotel. Many rooms. I'm sure about 36 bedrooms or like a, like a hotel. I don't know. Are you from Benin City? Yes, I did my youth service. You did a youth service there? Yeah. So he said after some months, he was there when Idahosa died. He was in the house when suddenly there was a cry. It was like the man was dead. Yes. And he had come to stay there 
to learn and suddenly the man was gone. Now, this is the moment where if you don't know God for yourself, what happens? So, you can't depend on your husband. Oh, I'm here because my husband would love. Your husband is very frail. He can die like this. Your wife is like this, paper. You people, we are a step between life and death. That's what people don't realize. Just one step. Yes. Recently, uh, not even that old, you know, from South African Airways, a couple of weeks ago, took off, said to husband, okay, I'm on the flight, see you in Accra. On the way, I want to go to the toilet. Am I there? What is it? Dying on the fly. They had to radio to Accra that we are bringing a dead body. She died on the flight. Yes. I, got, I, I want to. Uh, what do Gone. We, we thank God for long life. But you see, if somebody's death destroys you, then you were not strong. You were not strong. You are not a strong Christian. Are you listening to me? Yes. So, Moses, my servant, dead. Go now. I hope there's nobody here who is hanging on to another as though that person is God. Thank God for everybody. Thank God even for my life. It's a blessing. But you have to be strong personally. Yourself. Verse 3. Every place that the sole of your feet shall tread, I've given it to you. Listen, I'm talking to apostles here. You, yeah. apostles. I'm talking to pastors. No, listen. I'm talking to builders of churches. I'm talking to rich men. I'm talking to millionaires. See what I'm saying, you can't even understand what I'm saying. I'm talking to great people here. Sit down. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given you. You know, when I when I see my our church in Guinea, in Conakry, I'm just amazed. Young boy. And that's why I said you, you can't tell who is going to be who. You see him, lanky, lanky young man. The other day, he sent me a picture of the church. Amazing. They are building, they're about, they are building, because we've started already, their headquarters in the capital, Conakry. And the man who gave the permit said, I need to give you this permit now, because I don't know when, if I'm not here, you ever get this permit, because the, the man was a Catholic, because he said 99% are the other religions. 99. But you can't tell who is going to turn out. That's why when I'm prophesying to you, you may be the most bony boy. Check if there's a bony boy near you. Hey. Only small, but I tell you. I 
I see a lot of bony, bony brothers here. And some spider sisters. Verse 4. Verse 4. From the wilderness and this Lebanon to the great river, I have given it to you. This one says, from, you see, most of the preaching now is prophetic. It has this declaration over dry bones. You shall live, 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 you shall live. Sit down. From apostles, prophets, mega church pastors, teachers, writers, authors, anointing for wealth, business. For relating with kings is all upon you. Verse 5. Sit down. There shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee and I will not forsake thee. Now, what should you do? What should you do? Verse 6. Verse 6. Be strong. It's the only thing. Be strong. So, in this camp, what God is saying to you is that your personal, unrelated to anything, unrelated that I'm doing this so that this, I'm doing this so that I'll preach, I'm doing this so that I'll get this, I'm doing this so that, no, just unrelated strengthening of yourself unrelated to anything because it looks like being strong is a master vital condition for God to fulfill his great promises in your life because money 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 is destructive money is like a snake the things Jesus said about money I mean, if you hear you don't know what money is and you hear you say hey, I'm afraid of it he that has a lot of it had hardly entered the kingdom of heaven. Hey, then I'm afraid of something like that. If you have a lot, you hardly enter. A rich man shall hardly enter. Hardly. Hardly. You cannot serve God and mammon. Like he, he put it as Satan. Like the opposite of God is mammon. He didn't say you cannot serve God and the devil or God and Lucifer. God and mammon. Hey God. I mean how do you equate money with Satan? Very bad things have been said about it. So without being very strong in the Lord, money will destroy you. I was talking to a, a brother the other day. He does a lot for the church secretly. I told him, you see, you nobody knows you. And you support the ministry. Yes. With his wealth. Privately. But nobody knows. I say, you see, you will not even be considered as a rich person. But rather you. Because he's a pastor. So you wouldn't even know. So sometimes you see that those who seem to have wealth even, they don't even do much. Yes. So because you need 
spiritual strength. I saw a brother. He was doing business. And I had a word for him. I suddenly had a burden. I've never given him such a word. So I thought of, I spoke to him on the phone. I wanted to call him back. But I said, maybe I'll see him. So I saw him. And I said to him, the business you are doing is linked to the government. This is a prophetic word. Delink yourself from this government. The government is one of the most empty organizations. Bankrupt. Without money, without capability of pain, without, I mean, they are, if you link to them, you are destroyed. Yes. If your business depends, well, so it's a prophetic word. You see, but if you are not strong spiritually, when I speak like that, it, you, you can't even take it. And others would hear it. 